Does celebrating your success feel like boasting to you? Well, it does to a lot of other people. If you want a different perspective on this kind of challenging issue, stay tuned. Hi, Shannon Waller here and welcome to Team Success. I was talking to one of my very dear colleagues and friends, Julie, who had just celebrated a big win. She just had her personal best in terms of sales for the day. We were chatting. We were on Google Chat. So it was, oh, I don't want to boast. I actually congratulated her on a, another win for a number of sales she got in the day, which was smaller, by the way. Then she says, oh, I don't want to boast, but I actually got my own personal best. Then she told me the number. And I was like, it's not boasting if you're not putting someone else down. And she was like, oh, you're right. And it just triggered a thought for me that so many times we don't celebrate our wins. We don't celebrate our successes. We don't feel like it's appropriate to, you know, just share our wins because it's going to look like we're trying to be better than somebody else or we're going to put someone else down. And I just hate how it squishes people. (laughs) It squishes your spirit. It pushes it down. It doesn't allow you to go, whoa, I nailed it, you know, and then to really appreciate the win and to go, oh, what are all the things that I did that really worked? It doesn't happen by itself, let me tell you, especially sales. And so, you know, to get really smart about it, how can I do more of that? Is there anything I would do differently next time? You know, to really think it through and learn from the experience and then so that you can do it again. And I was also talking about this with my 10X clients recently. It's like, you need to find a space which means a group of people with whom you can celebrate your successes. You can celebrate your gains where you can win and people be like, yay, not, oh, she's this, he's that, he's too big for his britches. You know, whatever those funny expressions that are out there. And it's interesting because we don't have a lot of communities like that. I think we don't have, even in families, some people will celebrate your successes and other family members you don't want to share stuff with because you know that they'll pull you down. They'll niggle at you. And that's hard. It's hard when people do that. You don't want to say I'm doing great. So it's just one of those topics that's been on my mind and I wanted to kind of share that with you. And for me, strategic coach has always been that place where I could succeed, where I could win and other people be like, great, Shannon, congratulations. You know, what did you do that really worked? And what's your next goal? And this is from when I, you know, in workshop. So I joined coach in 1991 and I joined the, started the program in July of 1991 as well. And I remember coming in and I was doing sales. So I was hundred percent commission sales then. And my clients be like, Hey, Shannon, how'd you do? How's your quarter? How's your year? Oh my gosh, you hit your goal. Yay. And I was like, this is cool, but weird. There's nowhere else in my life, and I have a great family, don't get me wrong, that would have that much unadulterated celebration and joy about me making more money, being more successful, closing more clients, building my business than strategic coach. That feeling has never left me. It's something I've always appreciated and probably why I'm still here 32 years later is because people want me to win And there's nothing else like being in a place where people want you to succeed. So kind of why I want to tell you this is number one is please do not hide your light under a bushel. Please shine it bright. Other people need to know that that's possible. But then also be the kind of person that celebrates other people's wins. I'm actually recording this on U.S. Thanksgiving. So I want you to be appreciative of your own 
success and your own capabilities. Look at what that represents. And then also be that person who celebrates other people's wins, celebrate other people's successes. You know, I get to do the weekly planning call as much as humanly possible. And there's nothing more than I love than the positive focus, which is usually the first, you know, 10, 12 minutes of 30, where we talk about people's wins. I mean, how fabulous is that to know that you can call in Monday morning, share your personal and professional wins and have other people go, yay, that's amazing and make connections and reinforce things and and have new insights that you didn't before. I mean, I make a point of doing that, as you can probably tell. And I want to be that person for other people. And I love when people are that for me. In fact, people aren't like that with me. They usually don't spend much time in my close circles. (laughs) Put it that way. I want people around me who are generous, who are abundance-minded, who are celebratory, who really just see the good and reinforce it and help build more. Again, my reason for doing this today is just to kind of say, hey, if you're doing it to put someone else down, mm, I want to talk to somebody about that. (laughs) That's a bad habit. It's something that I know I used to do when I was a lot younger. I've grown out of it. And I've realized that I don't have to be better than anybody else. I just have to be the best me I can. So when you stop comparing, comparison is the thief of joy, and you get out of the gap and went into what we call the gain, then there's no need to put anyone else down. It's only through that sense of comparison that we try to diminish other people because we're afraid of our own lack of success. So we feel like we have to push others down as opposed to raising everybody up. So my coaching today is just be aware If you kind of hold back and you think it's boasting and think to yourself, am I actually putting someone else down or am I just celebrating my win? If you're celebrating your win, go for it and be that person for somebody else. Recognize that it really does support your own growth and it supports other people's growth. And we like to be around other people who are growing. We get inspired by that. We get to see what's possible because of what other people are doing. So hiding it just doesn't make any sense you know, let's get that out there. So if you want to take one concrete action from today, what I'd like you to do is what we call a positive focus. So simply reflect back. You can do the last week, you can do the last month, last quarter, project, whatever you want. You can do it on like health, you know, any kind of complexion you want to take on this and simply write down five wins. And wins for us are where you've made progress. It's not about perfection. This is really about thinking, okay, where have I moved something ahead? Again, doesn't have to be finished. Often we don't want to count things until they're completely done. But frankly, if you're not making progress, it's never going to get done. So you're measuring progress. That's what we mean by achievement. And then you tell yourself why. Because your reason why is different than your friends, your partner, your mother, your kids, your friends. Your why is unique to you. So tell yourself why this is important for you. Then write down whether or not there's any further progress. Also useful because I'm like, oh, my next step is write that down. And then what's your first action? And keep it as small and as simple and as straightforward as you can. Just make it really something that doesn't trigger the fear barrier. I learned this from interviewing Dr. Robert Moore. We'll tag this in the show notes. And he wrote a brilliant book called One Small Step Can Change Your Life. And to get people to change their habits, he would have them do the smallest step. So this one woman wanted to start running, but she had a treadmill, which is mostly used as a clothes hamper. And he said, could you go down in the morning and stand on the treadmill and drink your coffee? Don't turn it on. He goes, could you do that? She goes, yes, I could. Okay. So she did that for a couple of weeks and then they figured out the next step. Could you, in still in her bathrobe, could you turn it on and walk for 30 seconds? 
did that for a little while, then a minute, then two minutes. Finally, she put exercise clothes on. Then she's running on the treadmill. It was the smallest first step, which is to go and drink her cup of coffee in the morning on her treadmill, which still makes me laugh, by the way, when I think of that example, but it's so brilliant. So I want you to take the smallest first action that you can think of, the easiest thing, not the hard thing, the easiest thing, and then go do that. And that builds traction and builds momentum and celebrate your win and better yet, share that with somebody else, right? So that's how you can take action on just acknowledging your own wins to yourself first, then sharing it with other people, and then encourage others to do the same. Well, first of all, if you are ever at dinner with Babs and Dan, which I was last night, we do a positive focus. We do one at the beginning of every meeting. If you've got meetings with Dan or with me, you have positive focus, even if you have five meetings. <laughs> you have five quick positive focus. What are you excited about? What are you happy about? What's winning? And then do this with your family. Doing this around the dinner table is really profound. So there are lots of ways you can bring this into your own culture of your family, your friends, your work, just to make celebrating success, celebrating progress, a normal thing and not boasting. So just wanted to share that thought with you. I am so appreciative that we can have these conversations. If you have any questions or comments, please let me know at questionsastrategiccoach.com. I love hearing from you. And as always, here's to your team's success. Mm -hmm.